And y'all don't know oh, what oh, I went man. through. Do you have a car in your hands right now? <laughs> Nike Talk was that place that spiraled what you enjoy now. Anyone who brought a, a Kobe shoe in, I would clean it for free. Man, my was better than a lot of people in the league. I got I saw the, my favorite jerseys, that one. The Barkley, Kobe Fours. Episode 42, this is the Danden and RJ Machismo podcast. This is Danden. Uh, RJ Machismo will not be here tonight, but he says what's up to everybody. So tonight we got a special guest and also the big homie, Wole from Urban Sports. How are you doing? How you guys? How you doing today, uh, Wole? I'm doing good, bro. I'm good. Every time I'm on here, I feel like I'd be missing RJ, man. I know, man. He, Aren't he, you don't he, like me or something? No, we man. Got, he got something against me? No, nah, he's a medical worker, bro. So he's always... Oh, okay. Yeah, so, you I'm know. Dan, tell RJ, man, my feelings are hurt, man. <laughs> no, but he, definitely we gonna, we all going to link up. All right, what's up? That's what's up, man. That's yeah, up. so tonight we got a special guest. We got the, the big homie, Mike Knox. Uh, he is from the Around the Blocks Wrestling Show. How you doing today, Mike? How you doing, man? Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. So first and foremost, you know, um, you know, I'm a, I've, I've seen your work, you know, YouTube and your podcast, you know, you, you guys are doing a great job, you know, Appreciate uh, it. focusing like on uh, professional wrestling, all, you know, all brands. So I, I like that you do a lot of variety and, you know, your, your unbiased opinions. And that's great because, you know, not many people are honest nowadays with their, with their takes and their, and, you know, opinions with that. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, the unbiased part, especially a lot of people think I'm biased, but I'm not biased. I'm just, yeah. I just speak what's on my, it was in my heart. So I appreciate there you that. Go. There you I'm go. Mike the goat, man. He the goat out here in these, in these wrestling that's, streets, man. That's what, <laughs> that's what Wale told me. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. all right. So we're going to start it off with you, uh, Mike. So tell us more about yourself and how did you get into professional wrestling? Um, easy as a, as a kid, um, my father, um, was a huge, uh, Dusty Rhodes fan. So, I'm talking from like 1977, you know, I was probably two years old. I was told I was watching wrestling since I was two years old. So uh, been a fan and grew up loving Dusty Rhodes, loving NWA. Um, like most people in the early 80s, you know, gravitated towards the, the big lights that was the WWF at the time. And uh, pretty much that state, my heart. Um, and, and, you know, although today it's, you know, it's, it's, it's being taken to a different step with uh, AEW, like, you know, giving wrestling life support they had a couple of years ago was a hip hop on life support, but wrestling professional wrestling it is, has been on life support. So it's being saved right now. And, uh, just, just, a, just, a, just a grown man who still loves professional wrestling, but I got a family. So, you know, I, you know, I just spent all my time watching wrestling and stuff. <laughs> That's great. So, that, so do you, um, does your kids or like, does your wife, do they watch, uh, professional wrestling with you? No, my wife stopped watching once the Attitude Era kind of ended, you know, you know, women watching the Rock, she come in there and peek in there at Roman Reigns, stuff like that. And if she catches <laughs> it, she'll she, she, she remember, you know, some good times or say some things or she likes that girl like she's a fan of Bianca Belair. But my children are just as, you know, fanatic as I am. Um, that's how I raised them. So that's all they know is wrestling because I raised them the same way. So it's the one thing my kids and I have in common. They don't really mess with my sports like I wish they would, but mm -hmm. they love their, their, their comics and their, and their wrestling that I do like. So we have that's, that in common. That's dope. Yeah. So like my, my son, like he started to watch professional wrestling and his, his favorite fashion is the new day because you uh, know, new day is just like, they're, they're just fun to cheer for, you know? And, Especially like uh, at that time when Kofi won the uh, you know the WWE Championship, that uh -huh. was a time where my son he was only like four years old, and then 
he, he saw like Kofi had his two sons like holding him and he wanted to root for him like you know like dad like he has his kids are in the ring and like he won a championship and you know like and you know with Big E and Xavier Woods they're so funny yeah. and vibrant so you know that's that's his favorite um and that's his favorite faction and he's even a big bigger Big E fan now that he won the money in the bank so he mm-hmm. he's just waiting for the right time for for Big E to cash in and I'm looking forward to like how how he's gonna cash in and when he's gonna cash in. Yeah, well, I, 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 what he did on Friday with the can when 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 uh, Heyman was there. Listen, Big E just needs to you know just they just they just don't need to drop the ball with Big E like they've been dropping the ball. That's what I need them to be mm-hmm. right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Big facts. Big facts. All right. So next question for you, Mike. Uh, your top five wrestlers of all time. See, my top and my favorite are different, mm-hmm. right? So um, my favorites, I won't name. She asked me who I, so let me, let me rephrase that question back to you then. Are you asking me my favorite wrestlers of all time or who I believe is the top five of all time? Let's, let's do both. Let's do both. All right. Well, I go with the easy pro, which is my five favorite wrestlers of all time. It'd be Dusty Rhodes, Randy Macho Man, Randy Savage, beautiful Bobby Eaton. May he also rest in peace. Um, Kurt Angle and The Rock. Distant coming in there would be Triple H at number six. Now, who I think is the Mount Rushmore professional wrestling, I think it's John Cena. I think it's uh, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. And um, I would, I would. this is where it gets tricky because I just refuse to say his name, uh, Mr. H.H. But in, in fairness, it, so in fairness, the Mount Rushmore professional wrestling is H.H. John Cena, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and The Rock. Yeah. There it is. I said. That's, that's the legitimate fair Mount Rushmore, whether we agree with them or not. That's that's the biggest faces in professional wrestling is Hulk Hogan. Mm, I said it again. Didn't say it. But uh, <laughs> it's Stone Cold, The Rock, and John Cena. Uh, so so we, no no mentioning HH? Just, just by HH? That's, that's all I refer to him as. Okay. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. He's actually one of my, like, faves, too. So, you know, it's okay, though. Uh, he used to be my favorite until that that weak ass apology on Good Morning America. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of weak though. Uh, he could have had a better publicist to write something better for him. So I was disappointed. You don't say. You <laughs> don't say that in the fifties it was okay to say mm-hmm. the N word. Nope. No, it wasn't. My mother was born in nineteen fifty-five. What are you talking about, yeah. sir? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's not a it's not a time and place for for that you know derogatory you know language at all like, I, I, no i'm one of the people who tell you i didn't even care what he said in the prophecy of his own home personally mm-hmm. i mean that's how i felt that's how he felt you know what i mean he was secretly recorded i mean yeah. like we all say things we probably shouldn't say or say things in yeah, joking right. or in justice or in anger so i can care less about that it was the apology yeah. for me that yeah. i thought was, was that was was the weakest part of it all understood uh, understood yeah yeah i mean you know yeah, like, i get it like yeah because you're right we all say we say a lot of ignorant stuff when we're not being yeah, recorded. Um, yeah. But you're like, once you own up to it, you know, you got to own up to it. You got to just say what it is. When you once you on national TV, you got to show some responsibility. You know what I'm saying? You got to say, you know, I was wrong, period. There's no yeah. wiggle, there's no wiggle, no leeway, no wiggle room to kind of make an excuse for that. You know what I'm saying? I bet it's crazy. I try to like, you know, um, divide the two when we talk about mm-hmm. uh, professional wrestling. And, and I respect, you know what I'm saying? It's just saying, HH, I respect that. Like, I get it. Like, I, you know, but I, I put it in its own realm. But I'm like, you might, you can't deny it in terms of his greatness into the to the sport. Yeah, it is what it is. Brought, 
Yeah. Would, it wouldn't be what it is on the yeah, level. If it wasn't for him, it wasn't for him. Yeah, for where real. it is. And people say, oh, it, it really wasn't him, but it, it was. Whether you think it was him or not, or you think it was Vince or not, it, exactly. He was, at the, he was at the forefront of it. Yeah, they're together. The most. They're right. tied together. Like, you can't deny it. Like, yeah, yeah Vince, Vince, is a, Vince, Vince is a genius, but you know, what he brought to the table, he needed he needed somebody to work with. And that, those two together were magic. Because like you said, if it wasn't for, you know, professional wrestling has been dope. You know, Ric Flair has been in the game for how long? He's dope as hell, mm-hmm. right? But uh-huh. he didn't have a Vince McMahon and he wasn't a, he wasn't an HH, right? In terms of marketability. You know, he was great in terms of the craft though. Like you watch a Ric Flair, a Ric Flair match, you're like, geez, this man is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, charisma, amazing off the charts. But something about, you know, that individual, um, and Vince McMahon together was special. So, you know, yeah. and, and I always an example, like look, as big as The Rock was, and at WrestleMania, I was talking to Danden before we started, as big as The Rock was at that particular point in time, he fought, he fought, I, mean, I said, he fought Hogan in, um, at WrestleMania. Um, in, in beginning, you know, Hogan, The Rock was getting The Rock cheered because The Rock was like the biggest yeah. face in the world. But as that match went on, who was being cheered? The crowd, the crowd changed they because that exactly. WrestleMania crowd is just different than most crowds. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, anything is possible in a WrestleMania crowd, and you have that moment, and you're in that moment. Yeah, with that icon on yeah. that stage. Yeah, it's just that, and to me, that's the beauty of WrestleMania that I think a lot of fans still forget about. Like they say, we talk about how great and big and special and exciting All Out was this past week. It still doesn't have that. And at it's least different. not yet, and of course not, but it's it's not WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. You know what it's I mean? Different. It's not what's been embedded in your brains and in your heart. So, mm-hmm. yep. so diving into you know AEW, Mike, that's a nice uh, segue. Uh, so we talk about the you know the the latest pay per view uh, all out. So um, AEW has been existing for at least you know less than two years, and they have made a significant impact in the wrestling industry. Where do you see the company going in the next year or two? Well, this is year three, two years now with Dynamite. Mm-hmm. And with all that still, I just think this, the sky's is the limit for AEW right now. I, I, I said this before uh, Punk came out and had that chance to mimic and, and say the words. You know, I had it on my show. I said, will these guys coming over be as big as the impact of the NWO? Mm. And to be honest with you, the answer is no. And here's why the NWO was as big as it was because a, the world was different. It's the unknown today. That's not, you know, then. And the difference also lies in the fact of when those guys left, you didn't know who they were and where they were going. When they showed up, you knew who they were and where they came from. It wasn't sure what they were doing there. The difference here is you outside of punk seven years being gone, which is, you know, what's actually rejuvenated wrestling, you know, but we knew Daniel Bryan was coming. We knew Adam Cole was coming. We, we suspect Bray Wyatt's on his way now. We knew Malachi was coming. There's no, there's no surprises. We knew these things were going to happen. Mm-hmm. So we haven't even had a chance to miss them. We just mm-hmm. saw Christian doing the Rhodes WrestleMania. We just saw um, stack them, pass them, smash them, pin them. Daniel Bryan, I'm sorry, I call him Daniel Bella, Daniel Bun Bella, that is. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Daniel Bryan, okay? But, you know, we knew he was just there. So... That's why the impact can't be the same. But as long as they keep going on a trajectory they're going on, I do fear, right, for all the true AEW fans out there. And I'm becoming one. I was not one in the beginning. I, was, mm-hmm. I did have my reservations. I, I I don't like guys like Hangman Page, who I think is their rocket ship, who yeah. is their company, their original product, you know, even though he comes from Ring of Honor. Um, 
get swept under the rug like that. And and, mm-hmm. and and on the flip side of fans and how fans talk, if this was the other way around and they were taking all these guys from this other company, they would say, you, you, Why? Right. you know, they're forgetting what they were built on. They're forgetting what, so they're, they're getting these big pops. They're getting these big names. They're getting the attention, mm-hmm. but are you losing the focus on what most fans went to you for, which is your core product that was being homegrown or not really homegrown, but the way you would construct how the stories would go. And now you're bringing in guys that were just on TV that are bigger than your Adam Cole Bay Bay, in my opinion, is single-handedly bigger than the elite by itself. Mm -hmm. Ooh, exactly. And and, and, and PWI Magazine, you got it wrong, okay? Because the best wrestler in the world- I like Kenny. It's it's, it's, it's Roman Reigns. I love Kenny, so so I'm not gonna say nothing. You know, I I love Kenny. It's it's, it's Roman Reigns. It's just the year that Roman has had it's their year Kenny, that man. Roman has had to me that yeah. can't be matched right now. No, That's I mean, I, you know, Mike, you know, I mean, I love Roman. I mean, I mean, I feel you can go. I feel like they're different. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just no, different. they are. They're very. They're different. very they're different. Very um, they're di- they're both heels, but they're different in the way they tackle it, right? Roman's that bully in the block, right? He's tough though. Like Roman, a beast. I'm with you. I get it. Like I feel like, yeah, Roman can be one. That's fine. I I think that if you have, but I can see how one would have. Would have uh would have a Kenny Omega as one. I, I can think see they it. picked Kenny because of the fans. Yeah, and that's fact, totally yeah. Where, and that's where yeah. again these these lists as, as Shaq would say is are culturally biased. I mean, yeah. plus a list is a list is your list is your list. Like of course, I of mean, course, bro. so you can do what you want with it. I, yeah. I just think, in my opinion, you know, he wasn't it. chosen because he deserved. Not that he didn't deserve number one. That's the probably wrong injustice, but yeah. he wasn't better than who should be number one. And I think they put him number one because the success of AEW. Okay, and the that's fair. Lack of the lack of fan respect for WWE lately, and I think that's what was the deciding factor more yeah. or less than it actually being Kenny Omega. Yeah, that's I mean, Roman a dog, man. Roman a dog. You know, I ain't going. I'm not. There's nothing. I have nothing negative to say about Roman. Yeah, Roman's awesome. Like I can't even. I think both of them. Like I said, like I, I think you know a lot of times people try to pin both companies against each other, and I get All it. You know, and I feel like, and I said this before, yeah, and I feel like again. They both have good products. I don't feel like they're weak products. I mean, I mean, I think AEW has a certain, a certain, um, they have a certain type of fan that they're trying to attract, mm-hmm. and the WWE has a certain type of fans they're trying to attract. And I wonder you know, what those I, fan base is WWE because I have no idea who. Fans yeah, are I, I know. Right nowadays, like I said, <laughs> I'm getting lost in trains. Yeah, I know it's getting a little, it's getting tougher too. I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, but they're still like very talented, talented performers. Like the women's division is amazing to me in the WWE. I think it's an amazing, I think it's an amazing division. Um, I, I like, again, I do like, uh, I like what Roman, they're doing Roman. You know what I'm saying? I love Bobby. I think I love what they're doing Bobby Lashley. So there's things that are, are on a positive side. Now, mm-hmm. you know, there are some talent that you'd want them to kind of take advantage of, obviously, but they're, I mean, the guys they are pushing as the, like the top dogs, I'm a fan of, and I can tell you, and there was a couple of years before where I would tell you, no, I wasn't a fan of some of the people they were pushing, but these two dudes mm-hmm. they're pushing as top dogs, I'm not mad at it at all. You know what I mean? I'm glad they bring, they're bringing back um, Vin Balor to the play, to, back to, to play. Like, I think that's a good move too. I, I just don't like them against Roman. That's yeah. all I just think. I just think certain guys against Roman are too small. Mm-hmm. And I think even the Adam Coles of the world are, are, are can go against bigger guys. And that's the thing with AEW. AEW 
has a very good mix of little guys. Yeah. And so the big guys like your like your Luchasaurus and your Na and your Hobbs and your, your powerhouse Hobbs and those guys, yeah. they're not the majority. They're yeah. the minority. And yes. WWE, he's trying to get back to the 80s style where the bigger guy is the minority. And that's also the Ain't that kind of dope? And, and I was just thinking tall. about that. I'm glad you said that. I was thinking about that. Because you know what? If remember, like having somebody super tall wasn't the norm. No. It wasn't. I kind of like that. Like, like I like that. That you now when you have a big like a Rusev, you have a Rusev, right? Like he's a my he's the minority in this mm -hmm. in there in, in AEW. You like like you mentioned Luchasaurus, but he's a big man who kind of plays like a small dude, right? right? Yeah. Um, but I like that though. I like the element. Like when I grew up watching wrestling, you know, when I saw Sid Vicious, it was oh shoot. That he's somebody tall. He was yeah, different. A big guy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? When it was Mean Mark before he was the Undertaker, I was like, "Oh snap! Mm -hmm. he, this yeah. is a, a mean dude." Punch. Yeah, exactly. So it was something different. So I'm glad. I kind of liked it because you make them now like Andre the Giant was was different. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm glad that you kind of have that. Like like you're respecting the smaller wrestler, yeah. the guys who can who can work right, and then also you have physicality with the guys who are just physical in the game. So right. I'm yeah. with you. I thought that was dope. I, right. I like that about AEW. That's one thing I do like about. AEW, but I just I think I think wrestling fans are winning though all around. I think wrestling fans are winning. They you are know, winning. like especially you having on separate nights. I don't want to hear nothing about kind of having them all like compete. I love I love the separate nights effect. You know what I'm saying? Like let Monday rock with Monday with uh Monday Night Raw. That's day night. Let it rock. It's Wednesday AEW. Thursday you got Impact. Yeah. Then have an idea. You can just say okay, what's the better brand? But you're giving all the these opera these companies the opportunity to grow on their night. I like it. Right, yeah, variety is key. You know, you, you need different flavors for different days, right? Yeah. You don't want to be stagnant. All right, yeah. so next question for you guys. Uh, AEW All Out was considered by many people the best wrestling pay per view in several years. So, Mike, why was it so successful? Honestly, they gave the fans everything they want. And anything that right now that's anti WWE is going to win <laughs> over with the fans. It, ju it just is. Right. They, I mean, He's right. He's you, right, you gave you gave you CM Punk. How, how do you have this whole night be built on CM Punk and he was yes. overshadowed by Daniel Bryan and so, Adam Cole? I know. <laughs> that's that, that's a, that's insane. Like for him to get overshadowed when he he had a great match, started off very yeah. slow and sluggish. It did. It turned, did around and, and got into you could tell he was just nervous and know how to yeah. am i the heel am i the face in that match he's he wasn't punk like the things that roman is doing now where he does a lot of talking in the ring punk's always done that and when punk wasn't doing it at the beginning of this match it wasn't punk yeah so mm -hmm. but overall the the, the pay-per-view just it just really came off right my only negative in the pay-per-view i give it a five out of five bret hart intercontinental title belts is on my show we give out you know belts um for uh, uh for stars um I would like to have seen the guitars from Fozzie or, 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 or you know, not play the guitar so long. That was bad. arguably the greatest entrance in professional wrestling is when the crowd sings Judas. Yeah. Judas in my mind. Just that 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 scene can just be just unbelievable. So uh, mm -hmm. other than that, yeah, it, it, it was successful because it just gave the fans what they wanted, Wally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. I thought, I thought like, I, I'm with you. I thought I wanted, I wanted to be the regular Jericho entrance. Like I just—that's that, what you want. I don't need. I didn't need the. MJF guitar. gave it to you, didn't he? Oh no, man, I ain't gonna lie. Oh MJ, <laughs> that's what I'm telling you. Like man, MJF, man, like he and I. And I think and I think I was talking. I was talking to Danny about it. Like and we were in the chat, so I'm not taking credit of it for it. But the Roddy Roddy Piper comparison is amazing to me. I think it's perfect. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like it's perfect because that's 
in the eighties, Roddy Roddy Piper had full, could say whatever he wanted. It could be racist, whatever he could, do, could say whatever he want, wanted on on um, in terms of trying to antagonize um, the face, right? So he could do that. Like so, so MJF reminds me so much of Roddy Roddy Piper. Once y'all said that, I was like, oh yeah, he does. He's perfect. Like just seeing what he did on Wednesday, like it's like, uh-huh. bruh. This Pillman's like, come on now. This is I know I know you're allowed to say it, but can you like chill out a little bit, yeah, with Brian yeah. Pillman's folks? Like, can we, we chill a little bit? Yeah, um, was, that was great on Wednesday. That was great on friend of the program. Shout yeah. out to, to to Brian Jr. Interviewed him several times. Uh, yeah, <laughs> nice nice fellow. He nice seems fellow. like he seems like a real nice guy. So, but yeah, it was it's he's dope and like that interest got me. I thought that was Jericho coming out with like Y2J. I was like, oh my God, Jericho like he mixing it up. Yeah. Oh my God, we just, it's like Edge coming out with a brood. I said, like, we going back? We doing, yeah. okay, we it doing- It did feel right? like that, saying? right? Yeah, huh? It, it felt like it, like right? That. Yeah, it felt like it. I was like, okay, I got kind of- Then when he came out, I was like, oh, he- No, when it said oh, last match is when last you Last match, I was like, yeah. oh man, this this kid here, he got it. You know what I mean? He just got that appeal, but yeah. Um, I'm with you, Mike. Yeah, I, I would have loved to see that. But in terms of like the the whole the whole the car was just amazing. You know what I mean? I love the car. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest with you, I love like the tag team match. You know, it was something special. Even the placement. Listen, greatest tag yeah. team match that I've seen since the New Day versus um wow since mm-hmm. the, the New Day versus the Usos in the Hell in a Cell. That was a good match too. That's yeah, that was a good, good match, match too. I like that, was that a good one. match too. You know, you know, but I, I will say this when people when people start to try to compare it and say best pay-per-view they've seen in 10 years and things like that, it it, it didn't it, it it still felt in comparison to the great, you know, like NXT's uh mm. Brooklyn's and, and, and NXT New Orleans. So I haven't watched and, that. Yeah. And, and, and those and those cars when that early NXT mm. crowd and, and, and matches were just things you didn't think a product that had WWE attached to it would be able to do. Mm. So yeah, that that is true. That is true. I mean, like I said, it's, it's still brand new. It's like you're saying, it's three years, three years old, and they're still trying to find their niche as far as like that, that magic, that, that aura. Like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm looking forward to you know all out or, you know, those type of things. So uh, I think in time, you know, I think they're heading in the right place. Danny, what was your favorite match of the paper uh, of the pay per view? Honestly. A lot of people say CM Punk versus uh, actually it's the um, tag team match. It's a tag team match. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of people's Brothers. favorite. Lucha yeah. Brothers, man. Yeah, it's a lot of people's favorite. I'm a big um, fan of uh, Pentagon Junior. I'm, I'm glad, like I said, like yeah. I was Wale. I'm glad he finally got his his flowers with the with the show. Hey, Rentagon. Ray Phoenix is the greatest tightroper of all time. Yeah, I, just, his, his idol, his idol is Ray Mysterio. You can clearly you, tell. See, you can clearly away. tell, man. Yeah. Clearly tell. You yeah. can see that. The stuff oh, he was talented. doing, yeah, the stuff he was doing, like, you know, since, like, Lucha Underground is, like, even before that, it's crazy. It's even, mm-hmm. to me, it's even better, like, what he's doing now. No, just, uh, it's it was a good car. I mean, just, eat. and I like that, how they respected the title, right? They respected the world title and had the main event, because you can easily have seen Punk being the main yeah, event. Absolutely. Easily, easily, and no one would, no one would question you, to be honest with you. No, mm-hmm. it's CM Punk, but right. he respected the world title, like, and I, I get frustrated with that like when i see any promotion like i'm to be honest with you when the world's it's the heavyweight championship of the world in your company like it should be the main event yeah without even thought question or yeah exactly it's automatically last that's why you know the fans pooped over SummerSlam. like Mm -hmm. once bianca lost that title that way and what i call the finger poke of doom what they do to blacks because listen oh god even on your side we'll say this yeah. Uh, Vince McMahon is not like black people. And if somebody tells me where Bobby Lashley is a champion, I'm going to tell you who's their number one champion. 
the number mm. one championship. The still didn't go to Kofi Kingston through all that stuff. It, yeah. the, the number one, the number one title in WWE is the Universal Title. Yeah, and everybody knows it. Yeah. it used to be the WWE Championship, but it isn't any longer. Mm. That's true. No, I agree, man. I mean, I, I don't know if it's like you don't like black. I'm not gonna go that far. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you, you may be right, Mike. I'm not gonna go that far. I don't I don't know what's in that man's heart. You know what I'm saying? But the proof, like the evidence is out there, though. Let's, let's put it that way. The evidence is out there. Um, yeah, but what happened to Bianca, man? Was I know I, I asked you, I like, I, Kofi, I expected Kofi, Kofi Kingston yeah. 2.0. I remember when we were talking, Mike, we were talking, Mike, and I was like, I didn't, I wasn't watching it live. And I asked you, I was like, what happened? I was like, yeah, but like she lost. I mean, I heard that she lost. I was like, what well, that's to be expected. But then you were like, it happened like within like 30 something seconds. I was like, this it was less than 30. One, yeah, you like, you built this chick up to be the, one of the strongest chicks in the, in the, in the division. Like she can do everything. She's the S of the WWE, the EST of the WWE, excuse me. And she could, I mean, Becky just coming out of, you know, out of, you know, being gone for some while could just squash her like that. Yeah. She ain't no and, it's, and, like, and then just and then it makes you poop over Sasha Banks you yeah. replaced her with. Yeah. Yep. It's not like, like Becky you know. is a monster like like a, a Nia Jax, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like she's not that person. No. You know what I'm saying? To squash a Bianca Bianca. And not to say that Nia Jax should be able to do that. I'm just saying, like, it's not like she has that stature. So it's it's just crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. It's all good. It's all good. All right. So we're going to switch brands from AEW to WWE. Mm-hmm. So I, I see, Mike, you got the head of the table shirt. So I'm, yeah. you know, the best wrestler, you know, right now. So Roman Reigns has been the face of the WWE for over a year. So why did it take so long for creative and himself to figure it, for, to figure it all out? I don't think it was creative that actually figured it all out. I think I, I give credit to the pandemic. Mm, yep. And what the pandemic era did was give wrestling fans a chance to look at Roman without Roman getting booed. Because even when he first came back and they tried this gimmick, it wasn't being perceptive it, or wasn't being received, I'm sorry, yeah. on the internet. People still had things to say and complained about it. So it was able to fester. It was able to grow. You were able to start to like it because it was a different Roman. Instead of it being, can you imagine that being at the height when Roman was still not liked? I mean, this guy got booed even having, having after having leukemia. That tells you how much, you know, so, but I, I will always still argue this till the day I pass away when it comes to wrestling. Don't tell me Roman was shoved down your throat. Don't tell me that any wrestler was ever shoved down your throat because wherever you say that wrestler was, I will compound that with any champion you ever loved. Stone Cold, mm. Stone Cold was shoved down my throat. He was. HH was shoved down my throat. He was. Ric Flair was shoved down my yeah, throat. All facts. Okay. CM Punk, for what it's worth, was shoved down my throat. So, pause on all those throat lozenges that i might need right now but in the world of professional wrestling (laughs) you know don't don't give me he was giving the shots over and over and over again like i saw this guy get booed out of wrestlemania not once but twice yeah okay because that's who the company wanted to give the strap to so yeah yeah Yeah. and the fact like when um he had that that summertime match with john cena and roman reigns like forgot his promo and john cena had to save him and made it made a joke. Hey, you know, it's called a promo. And then, you know, yeah. it was it just turned so bad, you know, during that time. And he was so I think the problem with him, he was so he, he was a he was a, he wanted to be a crowd pleaser. He wanted to please everyone. Now, like it's better off for him to be a heel and not care at all. Now it's like just more organically. You, yeah, that is cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody wants the bad guy to, to win. You know what that's similar to though, right? You just what you what you explain, you know what that's yeah, like that's cousin. Exactly. <laughs> it's not the same exact thing. 
you know, it's just that you had, he had to get to a point where he just didn't care anymore. And, and once he turned heel, you know what I mean? It was like, he felt he got into his, he, he remembered all of that. Like that's what he, the, the, the rock would say that he remembered all of that. And when he turned heel, it even gave him more passion to go against the crowd or whatever. And then what happens? They turned, they flipped the script and they started to adore him for being that way. Right. Same mm-hmm. thing with Roman. And to Mike's point, he's right. The pandemic. But I also think that the pandemic and even folks like, I think Edge has said this once I heard him speak is that it gave you an opportunity to work on your craft because you're not having people boo you. You're right. Like you're not having, you can do promos now. You can stare into the camera, focus on the camera and now run your promos without people just booing you crap or, you know, people saying Roman sucks. Just, 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 just off the humble without him even saying anything. Right. So he got the opportunity to work on his craft and many wrestlers, like not just Roman, Bobby Lashley too, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So many of these wrestlers got to work on their craft because of the pandemic. And, and what he did was he worked and it's because you, anybody, I mean, yeah, he, him, him becoming bad. Sure. You know, you can say that turn the turn the table, but it's not just that it's the quality, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Of what he's, what he's putting out there. It's, and, and it's, and it's the, how he's holding himself, the mic skills, the freedom. I, I said to me, it was over. I've been a Roman Reigns fan, and you know that from Norman yeah. Wilder from the beginning. Yeah. But for me, this gimmick took life when he took on Kevin Owens. Yeah. And he was, and he was going through the whole, Great. I put the food on the table. And he yeah. looked at that camera on SmackDown and said, I put the food on the table. Yeah. I take it off the table. Exactly. Have a nice night. And yeah. smiled and yes. walked off the camera. I'm and then you. like the next week, Kevin was talking. He said, yo, cut off his mic. Yeah. And they cut his mic off. I said, okay. This dude got some, you know, putting him with Paul Heyman. That's why I hit Heyman, Lesnar, and this is the best thing in wrestling right now. The bloodline is the greatest story in professional wrestling right now. Yeah. And that's what's keeping WWE, I think, fans wise afloat. afloat. Yeah, I agree. And I do want to, and I want to give, uh, having him with Heyman was great, but I want to give Roman more credit because different from, 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 for Brock, I feel Brock needed, needed Heyman, needed Heyman a lot for his image. Mm-hmm. I felt like Brock needed Heyman, needs Heyman, would need Heyman more than Roman needs Heyman. Like, I don't think Roman, I think Roman's at this point now where Heyman's good for him, but he doesn't need Heyman. Like, I feel like Roman's at that level right now. Like, I really do believe that he's at that level where he doesn't need Heyman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I just think he's, I think he's, he's become that, he's that believable. Um, and fans are going to, I think we're, fans are at this place where they cheer and boo anyway. Like, that's their thing. Like, right? you know, yeah. they'll say, let's go see you know, yeah. Let's go Roman or whatever. They'll hey, do, I was there Undertaker, Triple H. Yeah, like they just like, stay, I, I just like doing both. I did it. Yeah, they, they like just doing both. And I think they, they say Roman sucks just to say it, even though they like Roman. They just want to say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just feel like Roman's at a place where it just doesn't. And he know, and with, with dope about Roman, he knows he's that good. Like you can yeah. tell. Like he, he knows. Know. He didn't, I don't think he knew that prior but now he knows he's that good he knows he can't be messed with and i feel like which is anything that you in any professional wrestler when they get to be themselves to a certain extent it's obviously everything's amplified right but he's himself you know what i'm saying he's acting like he would how he would talk to his cousins you can tell yeah exactly and you you know know the nice the nice thing about the uh, with the evolution of roman reigns being a heel, heel he finally took his shell out of the shield especially when he had his own like boss like theme that oh, team, no, well, that that does like a badass team. It's like you're playing, <laughs> you're playing like a video game, and it's like the bat, the the last boss level type mm-hmm. of type of thing. And like, damn, like I gotta go through the the yeah, I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta go through the bloodline. I gotta go through Paul Heyman. Then mm-hmm. I have to go to the you know head, you know the the chief. You yeah, know what I mean? Tribal chief. Tribal chief. It's like damn, like 
you know, props to WWE for changing his theme, man. Like, and he has that slow walk entrance, you know, holding the belt, holding the belt. Mm-hmm. You know, he he's looks like a prize right. fighter, man. Like he's about to box. Yeah, right? the only thing, yeah, exactly. Roman's dope. The only thing that, that that's that's hard for Roman now because he's he's to me he's unbeatable. He's like, mm-hmm. and then that's the problem for me. It's like you gotta. Well, I think is, Brock beats him. I think Brock beats him. I good. I mean, because uh, I, I, yeah. I heard some stuff where in the, it's in Brock's contract that every time he gets to have the title. Are you serious? What? Uh, yeah, I read that somewhere. Okay. <laughs> that's true. So you know, I don't. You know, and you know, and you, and you know, I don't do dirt. Yeah, I know you don't. I know so. you don't. Yeah, <laughs> I know you don't. Uh, I can oh. see because I've Brock wouldn't. Yeah, I could see that. I can definitely see it. That's crazy. That is like crazy. winning at like probably winning at um Crown Royal or Crown Jewel. <laughs> they should call it Crown Royal. They might like it more. Yeah, I know, right? But, <laughs> but wouldn't it? But all right, so, but he's but Roman is, is still on tap to fight the Rock, right? Isn't that that's the, that, that's the I word. still say I still have said from day one it was supposed to happen at twenty one when it was supposed to be in Los Angeles, yeah. And I still think they hold that until they get to L A. That's just L A. I, I don't think it's gonna, I don't think it's gonna make it. I don't think it's gonna make it to Texas. I think they picked okay. somebody else before that. It might that's be a, even Brock and him again at Mania. Gotcha. I just don't see Brock him at at, at, at you know not being in um Texas. Or not being uh-huh. in L- in LA in LA, I'm sorry. That's right. another two years, guys. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. That's why that I'm one. not sure. I, I think I think COVID messed that up. Mm-hmm. As you know, I, and I and I started calling that blood versus blood a while ago. <laughs> I'm waiting. Do you see. think they would rush that mic though because of AEW? I think anything's possible right now. Yeah. I, I think with I think with I mean for what it's worth, I mean, um, freaking Triple H had a goddamn heart attack in my opinion because he lost. Because Vince, he's looking at everything he's built in NXT. Oh man, taking apart. I feel bad for Triple H, bro. Like I feel bad for Triple H and HBK. I really do. Because they were, yeah, I feel bad for them. Yeah. Because they worked hard on those dudes, man. Uh, I and feel bad you know, for them. people forget that Vince hated HBK too. You know, like when he was like, you know, a, a champion, and he had he had this drug and alcohol, you know, problems. Like he still low key hates him. Like he, he's only cool with them because you know he's boys with Triple H. So I, that's I have just, a feeling that's huh? that there's that little you know, like thing about that. I I he hates he hates HBK. I didn't know that. Uh, that's 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 shattering record news to me. <laughs> I didn't know that, Daddy. He probably does. That's just my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm about to say, don't scare me. I was like, no, I didn't, no. I think I mean, yeah, just, he made he was in the Hall of Fame. You know, yeah. it was given, but. You know, just like his his body of work. I know he was a headache. I know he was a headache. He was a headache. Too. He was a headache. I mean, but... that's hard because you make man HBK is HBK. Man, I don't think he's gonna hate yeah. HBK. I I will I will say that. I mean, I'm sure it's just like a you know, it's a headache. You know, what yeah. I'm saying, but if you make somebody money though, you and you and you help keep money, it afloat. Money, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Bret Hart was a headache for. I'm sure Bret Hart was a headache because that situation they were headaches, but that's he true. still love. He still love. He yeah. still like Bret. Bret. Bret screwed Bret. Yeah, Bret screwed Bret. Screwed Bret. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it is what it is. It's all good. I still I love Brett. So you know what I mean I love Brett to too. That's oh, I love Brett. And I got him arm. Best of his, best of us, best of ever. Yeah, darn right, man. Yeah, with Brett screwed Brett. Yeah, because Brett was, yeah, I know, man. I know. And she never screwed my man Brett too. But go ahead, man. So I'll, sorry, Dan. No, 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 and Goldberg, I know, believe me. Because uh, could I could have had a Brett comeback by now. At least an old Brett comeback or something. I don't I don't know what you're talking about, man. He's old. He's Mike know him all now. about the old people coming back, man. Mike know no, all about the old people coming back. Don't don't let Brett I don't even I don't even I don't even hate when Goldberg comes back. I don't even hate it. I don't even, I don't even hate that. Like Eddie Ross. No, please, <laughs> no more. My kids cheered for it. I didn't cheer for it. My kids. Your kids cheer, they cheer for Goldberg, right? Of course. 
course, when you hear that, when you hear that, when you hear that drum, that drum beat, and you hear the go, like, come on, man. You knew SummerSlam was trash, and there was no pyro. It was trash. It was trash. <laughs> there was no pyro. You had a Goldberg entrance walking to the arena, oh, God. and then no Gold Goldberg not having pyro was the worst thing ever. Yeah, he needs pyro. He had to smoke. Yes, yes. I mean, yeah. It's all good. I mean, it's, it's Goldberg, though, man. It's Goldberg. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So we're towards the end of this, uh, Mike. Well, we appreciate your time and also Wale. So, yeah. um, last question for you. You also have your own podcast and also your own YouTube called a lot um, called Around the Blocks Wrestling Show. Tell us more about it. Um, Jesus. Um, I've started. Uh, uh, God, I don't even know where to start. It's such a long time ago. Thirteen years ago. Um, I began the best damn show in radio, which turned into BDSR Network, which turned into me having my own show that was about professional wrestling and entertainment. I thought that um, all these sports shows just never talked about wrestling. And I love sports and I love wrestling, so I combined them. And um, a long place along the line, it got split up into a bunch of different like fragments, like the Infinity Stones, I guess. <laughs> and um, and a, and a, and a attempt to find myself and, and get myself back into what I love, which is professional wrestling, which I, I find it hard to love these days, mm. at least, you know, the last over the last year or so when I when I built it back. But it was pretty much me disappearing from the wrestling scene. And um, my, you know, I don't want to say fans like, you know, like I got a thousand or you know, hundreds of millions of them like that. But, you know, my supporters that was like, hey, we like to still see, you know, where's your your content after a pay-per-view. So it started off just me doing pay-per-view. Um, reviews, you know, still keeping my name out there and my, and my buzz out there. I always tell people, if you don't know who I am, gladly, like my brother David Otunga said to you, Google me. Okay, I, I, there's pages on top of pages on top of pages. I, I, I'm, I'm involved in over 3,000 epi um, episodes, mm -hmm. okay, um, over 15 million listens from Fox Sports to, you know, just around the world. So you may not know me, but your favorite wrestler definitely knows who I am. And um, so at this point, it's just it's just me keeping my passion and going and, and, and the supporters that I have that keep wanting to see me make it is why I keep doing it. Hey, Mike has great content. You know what I mean? Like Mike, Mike is, is good at what he does. Uh, very insightful. Uh, can educate the wrestling fan who doesn't know as much. You know what I'm saying? Mike is real good at what he does. Very good in his craft. His delivery. Appreciate that. His insight, you know, in terms of talking about the wrestling game. So. Uh, I think he's been a little modest. He's, he's definitely he, he's dope at what he does, man. He really is. I appreciate and, uh, that. And like, yeah, I think sometimes you know, my I think sometimes my bravado of my gimmick of Mike Knox mm -hmm. takes over, and people think I'm that person, but I'm really not. Nah, <laughs> you nah, know man. what I'm saying? Like, I think uh, it's or, or it yeah. used to be. I'm not like I'm not that no more. Shall I yeah. say? No, I think it, when you look at somebody who who knows a lot about what you know, you know, especially we're talking about pro re professional wrestling, like Mike knows a lot. You know, and he's got he has he's had and he can I mean he could tell you himself because he's had some dope individuals that he's spoken to in the, in the wrestling game you know what i mean so you know he had teddy blank uh teddy teddy blanchard who's now tell it tell it tell tell blanchard who's yeah. now in aew who's in aew several times tully you know uncle rikishi yeah, um, yeah you name everybody who's been on tough enough over the last three tough enoughs <laughs> yeah. oh yeah maven too you know, um not maven that was the first of it i'm saying i'll say the last few Mm -hmm. Tough enough. Oh, no, okay, okay. You've had so, you've yeah, had so. crime time, right? You had, um, I've had I've, I've had I've had all of crime time. Yeah, all of crime time. separately. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, um, may he rest in peace. He yes. was a good friend of mine, actually, with Shad Gaspar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, since then, you know, me and JTG's hooked up a couple times. NWA, you know, he's, I, a, he's he's NWA yeah, right now. You know, mm -hmm. Just 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 blessed and privileged enough to 
when I meet these guys, I don't act like a groupie. I, yeah. I, I keep it professional, yeah. but yet I keep it who I am. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then they vibe, we vibe and for the most part, anybody I mostly have interviewed, I would say about 80% of the people I've interviewed, I've developed a, 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 a friendship or a kinship mm-hmm. with. So. Yeah, that's dope, man. Well, I hope to see you in, in two, you know, maybe in a couple of years when WrestleMania Hollywood comes over here. Because, <laughs> um, you know, that'll be, I'm, I'm planning to go to my, my son wants to, to attend. Um, Cause I asked him like, you want to go to SmackDown or Raw? Like, no, I want to go to like a, a really like he wanted to say I want to see like a, the one where a lot of people go, like watches and I oh you want to go to WrestleMania? Yeah, like I want to go to that one. So like you know trying to have him watch a little bit more so he gets. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean mm-hmm. he's only like six, but he knows it's a big deal because his favorite wrestler Kofi won it on the biggest stage, and you know to him it's still embedded. Like I want to watch like something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like for me as a dad, that's like. It's like I, I'm living through him as a six year old because, like, that's how I watch. You know, watching on mm-hmm. like Fox Five, you know, WWF superstars and main event. That's the best way to watch wrestling. It's dude, those, those kids don't watch it like adults do. It's not. Yeah, they don't true. make it a business. They don't make it a I told you so. They're not making it. I picked this match. It's just mm-hmm. they're watching it for you know for what they feel the excitement of the like. My son's favorite two wrestlers are like well, one of my son's favorite two wrestlers is like Ray Mysterio. The other one's like the Big Show and Kane. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's like, like that's that's his spectrum of what yeah. he, you know, because he's my, my son. I, you know, um, I have a special needs son, and you know, my kids are kind of, you know, they were micro preemies. So mm-hmm. I think he admires giants. To him, his father's a giant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I tower with my kids. I'm six foot three and a half. You know, t- almost three hundred pounds. So my kids look at it and be like, yo, my father's a giant. I, I just believe that. So I haven't heard that, but my kids love wrestling. They play the game constantly. My other children are are producing. They're making it their own comic book right now, oh, um, nice. a digital comic book. It's just I have very creative kids, and and and, and I'm gonna take this and make this corny. But Whitney Houston said they're the future. It wasn't me. She was talking about. It. I I wasn't, but I produced some ones that are the future. I'll tell you oh, that. Blessing, so, blessing, you know, blessing. My, yeah, my kids, blessing. just just son, your 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 family there, Wally as well. It's just like that's 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 the future right now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so right. it's our job to continue to teach them and and and, and teach. Like I, it was funny. I had a mom. They wasn't watching AEW, mm. and I made them start watching AEW. I said, "Y'all wouldn't be a good father if I just make you." If all I've ever see, it was easy to say, "Hey, go wrestling." They're going to WWE Network. Yeah, right? watch that. It was, yeah. it was just it was just easy to, to do that. Mm-hmm. So now I have to say, "Hey, you guys got to seek out other things as well." There's there's NWA, mm-hmm. there's 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 AEW, and then my son loves Ray Phoenix. You know, I'm like, how can but how can you not like the you know the Lucha Bros? It's, it's impossible yeah, by yeah. a million if you're a wrestling fan not to like them. But um, I do appreciate you having me on. Much respect, dude. Hey, to the one six woo. <laughs> so, so, um, but, uh, so, yeah. So, like, where where can they find you, Mike, uh, on your social medias and uh, your your podcast and YouTube? You page? said YouTube, YouTube, Twitter, Mike Knox three X's. You know, they ask me why. It's it's simply I used to be I just want to be in wrestling, but I didn't want to be a wrestler. I wanted to be a manager, and that was just my name that that stuck with me in wrestling. All there at the same time I came out. The, other guy Mike Knox came out and then funny about that is being from the Philadelphia area a rapper named Mike Knox on that's a lot of t- like at least three times a year why I get crossed in a crossfire between the rapper Mike Knox like literally like two <laughs> weeks ago the boss like yo y'all sleeping on this mother effer from Philly Mike Knox <laughs> and I I wonder I'm not responding like wrong one wrong way. you know what I'm saying <laughs> like, but if you google like in most cases, if you Google Mike Knox with three X's, the rapper will come up mm. first, but then they're after there, it's me. Because I realized when I Google myself, it's because it's my database. 
So got those you. things come up that it, way. It come up, yeah. So you got somebody yeah, else has to got, do it. You got, yeah. you got to look differently and find yeah. a different way. True. And and I brought up a couple of times at work, and I was like, okay, I'm not the first. Those two are still there because they're more popular than you know yeah. more known than I am. Mm-hmm. But after that, I got more pages than both of them combined. And mm-hmm. I'm just being honest because I've been we've been doing this Wally and myself. We we have been joining forces with Solon Sports. We 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 we, did, we brought that back today in the football season mm-hmm. with Fox Sports. You know, he does his thing. You know, you're doing your thing. I've always been a, a fan of. We can all make it if we all just respect each other and help of each course, other, of right? And, and we got a bunch of talented people out there, but if we keep letting these untalented people get by, just yeah. because, like, when you when you got somebody that has no talent, no offense, like I'm gonna say this because that's my soliloquy, the Paul brothers. Not, I'm not <laughs> knocking they hustle, but yeah. they're famous for talking for for what for for talking. You know, I just wonder, you know, what I mean, like, come on, yeah, that's man. all. Like, they have on, no man. talent per se yeah you know what i mean and, and yeah. one can say well you're just talking on, an, on another podcast you know what yeah. but check my resume and you will see what i'm talking about yeah. so I, again i appreciate you having me on i, I, really, I really do feel blessed by that um <laughs> all right appreciate it man appreciate it i appreciate it. you guys hey, man. so thank, thank you so much wole no problem man. for for coming on you know i don't know you're, you're also a big um wrestling fan yeah, man. It's, yeah, you know, it was just dope talking wrestling, man. I'm glad you glad you had me on, man. Uh, you know, I love. I mean, I love professional wrestling. Has been like, like, like anything. Like over the last it's summer, an, it's, years. An, it's an escape, right? And it, like, yeah, it's an escape. Saying, but COVID, yeah. like, like just like how COVID has changed pro wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, pro wrestling fans to um, pro, pro pro wrestlers, right? To 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 harness their craft and get better. It brought me back to pro wrestling because I was stuck home. Like I didn't want to go out as much. I remember. You can go out. Talked about it. Yeah, I just wanted to watch professional. I just was watching wrestling. I was watching yeah. the WWE. And I was like, okay, it ain't that bad. And then I started watching Impact. Yeah. I watched AEW, and I was like, okay, this stuff isn't. It ain't bad. I can, I can, I can get into this. Dope. So I think it's just dope, man. And again, I'm, what this is the one thing I do want to kind of share for wrestling fans who are watching the show um is that yo we don't have, we don't got to they don't got to compete like this whole notion like somebody has to move mm-hmm. over they don't got to compete. You know, AEW can have Wednesdays and Fridays, Fridays at at, 11, at 10, like, and WWE and Vince McMahon, they can have, you know, they can have Friday night, 8 to 10, and Raw, I'm talking SmackDown and Raw, you know, their long show on Raw, 8, you know, 8 to 11. Yep. So, like, everyone's winning. That's the thing, like, we don't need a comp, it's still competition. Like, now these wrestlers, the, the cool thing is that now these wrestlers have somewhere to go. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it would be dope, for real, if Impact, NWA, like, if they can get their game up. Mm-hmm. Not to say, but, like, get their game up. If they yeah. get their game up, then you got that third brand, you know, a third brand, which I think would be dope, because because you look at when we were growing when I was growing up, I mean, they weren't as big as WCW and WWE or WWF at the time, but ECW was, was still legit, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, it still had a, it had a cult, right? If they can just get like one of those, not to say they got to be on national, like consistently not on national TV, but they can get a cult, like an impact and get a, a real big cult. You know what I mean? Because right now impact to me, they have a cult, but it's still living off of the past mm-hmm. um, of the AJ Styles and Samoa Joe's. And you know, they got talent. I mean, yep. always say this, you know, they got talent because a lot of those dudes, they go elsewhere, dudes and women, they go elsewhere and they become big names, you know? Right. So that's the thing, like they have talent, you know, the tag team champions in NXT, are from Impact and their Impact, their Impact boys with this kid named Trey Miguel. They had a stable, and Trey Miguel would have went there, but you know he wanted to stay close to the family because you know the WWE schedule was a little different. But they were they were basically like just a chill, funny stable. Mm-hmm. And look at them now; they're NXT, they tag team, they were tag team champions. So 
you know, and everybody knows how great Samoa Joe was and, and you know, AJ Styles. Every, you know, it's just, there's talent. There's talent everywhere. You promote it right, fans will watch it. All right, guys. So that's episode 42. We had the homie Mike Knox and we got the homie Wole from Urban Sports Radio. Urban Sports gonna... Scene, my man. My man, my man. <laughs> Urban, Sports scene. Urban Sports Scene. You, Danny, you cool with me, man. You know, you're yeah, you know, you cool with me, bro. You cool with me, my man. All right, guys. <laughs> Have a good night, guys.